Yeah, welcome back. It's normal world. My name is Quarter Black Garrett, and this is the news. Former Vice President Mike Pence recently spoke to a crowd of 13 people at a pizza ranch in Iowa. One spectator called it called the event issue-oriented and informative, while the other referred to it as uh, the worst party they'd ever attended. <laughs> it's a weird place to have a birthday party. It is. I don't know. Actress Emily Blunt has apologized after 2012 comments resurfaced in which she referred to her server at Chili's as enormous. <laughs> the server could not be reached for comment as she died of heart failure six years ago. Well, it's to be expected. R.I.P. Yeah, R.I.P. The family of two American hostages released by Hamas are lashing out at the BLM activist Sean King because he apparently claim that he has facilitated their release. Sean King defended himself, saying, quote, I got those hostages out just as sure as I am a Harlem Globetrotter. <laughs> it's a weird thing. Sean. Yeah, he's uh, very black. That's his thing. <laughs> yes. Looks he like kid, kid Christopher Reed had sex with a gallon of milk. <laughs> Last weekend, Pfizer issued a release uh, stating, while mRNA COVID vaccine uh, does not definitely show increased risks of myocarditis, mm. and uh, I don't even know the word, but it will eventually lead to an excellent Netflix docudrama. <laughs> That's the goal. That's and the goal. welcome to Normal World. I'm Dave Landau. I'm Cordoba Garrett again, and we are joined... As always, by the lovely Angela. Hi. And one of my favorite people uh, from, uh, I mean, tons of different shows, but uh, from the Opie and Anthony days, <laughs> uh, a day of the best radio program ever. Please welcome from Weird Medicine, Dr. Steve. Thank you, my friend. Yay. And that I, word was pericarditis that pericarditis. you were having trouble with. <laughs> the fact that I didn't give that to you to read is pissing me off. <laughs> What's wrong with you? I didn't even know. There's I a doctor in the room. Yeah, it's, uh, it turns out, uh, yeah, it might be causing some heart issues. I don't know if I'm allowed to ask you if you believe that. <laughs> oh, it's not a matter of belief. There's, you know, young men are uh, known to be the ones that are at highest risk of having some inflammation of the heart. Uh, and you can, that can be caused by the vaccine, be caused by the virus as well. And what they're trying to, the problem is we don't have long-term data. Mm -hmm. And so we're all sort of trying to react to this. So um, 
in the uh, long term. Well, I'd, sorry, I'm already being a bummer on the show, uh, just throwing data. Well, that's out. why you're here. <laughs> okay, <fair. laughs> you are a doctor. Out We're there. having too much fun. <clears throat> but you can look at relative risk and absolute risk. And the people who want to discourage the vaccine use will say, well, there's a 30 to 50 percent increase. Mm. And uh, the people who want to encourage people to take the vaccine can say, well, it's only, you know, uh, uh, two out of uh, 100,000 that have this problem. They're both right. Mm. I, I don't know the exact numbers, but, you know, they're both right. And that's the frustrating thing is we shouldn't have sides in this, in my opinion. Now, too late. Yeah, too late. Too late. <laughs> too late. Should no, we I, be mandating a young men to have this until we know more? I don't think so. But I think that, you know, I'm, I'm taking it because yeah. I'm at risk. No, I get that. And I think that's the problem is I think the mandating thing is what's made people Correct. so skeptical. Correct. Absolutely. And when something feels forced on you and then stuff starts coming out. Like I found out yesterday, one of my best friends from high school died working out at the age of 41. And it's like, and not to be a bummer, but it's like, I just found that out last night. We were talking um, about at dinner. I'm sorry. Where it's like, he's just working out and he just keeled over. Yeah. yeah it seems abnormal. Yeah. And it's, I, I know he had it and that, and now because of the way everything's going, that's my first thought. Correct. You yeah. know, and I don't want it to be, but my, my distrust of, uh, yeah. of leadership is mm -hmm. what is, that's my first thought. I mean, it could have been a lot of things. I mean, he, he and I used to party fairly hard, and but it's it's still, you know, that's my first thought. Sure. Um, you know, there were, I had, well, I had a friend in, God, this really is a bummer, in kindergarten who yeah. died from measles. This was before the measles vaccine, so I'm... I was about to say measles. Uh, yeah, one in a thousand kids will die from measles, and uh, in this country now... We're almost 100% yeah. vaccinated, so you'll have people throughout the statistic, well, more people are harmed by the vaccine than they are by measles in the United States. Well, that's true because we're mostly 100% vaccinated. So I'm uh, very in favor of those kinds of vaccines. The mRNA vaccine, uh, there's some uses for it in cancer care and some other things like that. It's an amazing technology, but... Uh, the it's the the problem is mandating it, right? Well, with that long term data, not, you were saying like we don't have the data to we can't you can't mandate something you don't have data for. Well, to the know FDA if it's hurting people or not. didn't approve it. You know, it right. was a, approved under an emergency use authorization. So, uh, I think that people need to make up their own mind about that. I I was harmed significantly by COVID. And if I start hacking and coughing during this, I can show you the pictures of what COVID did to my lung. I mean, I, I lost an eighth of my lung from this that asinine virus. It took my wife out for a while. She was like kind of yeah. close to death. Yeah, she was in the hospital. Uh, yes, the mandate did. <laughs> and she, when she went to the hospital, they turned her away. They were like, no, it's, it's probably just a cold. Ugh. And then when she came back and it was worse and they were like, no, it's, it's, you just need to deal with it. Yeah. It was so strange to have the opposite of what you expect. Cause you, you're hearing for like two years straight, we need to take care of this. And it's the most important thing. And then when your wife actually gets it and she goes to the hospital and she's like, can't breathe no. because her lungs are full of liquid. They're like, nah, it's fine. Yeah, if her oxygen saturation wasn't low, they were kicking people back out. Yeah. But, you know, my thing from the beginning, and I know this is not what we were going to talk about. Um, but no, we have more. From, <laughs> from day one, I said, if we just have a therapeutic, mm. then uh, you would get 
the virus and you go to your doctor, you get a prescription, you go to the pharmacy and uh, you take a pill and you don't go to the hospital and you don't die. And very early in this, when I was doing my COVID sit, sit rep uh, things on YouTube, you know, I said there's a drug in Japan. A Fuji had a drug called favipiravir. And it, Fuji's not a big player in pharmaceuticals in the United States, but they had it for influenza. But it had known activity against um, this type of virus. Mm. And uh, I was predicting in June of 20, uh, well, 21 that we would have it in three months, and we didn't. We put all of our efforts into getting a vaccine, and uh, we finally got Paxlovid, and then Molnupiravir, which is Pfizer's version, Favipiravir, never made it to the United States. I didn't even see a clinical trial in the United States. I'm not saying there weren't any, but uh, I didn't see them. So now, I didn't know the Fugees made pharmaceuticals they're just film. prolific yeah 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 well you can't make money off of film anymore so you gotta yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> no that's interesting though because i didn't know i remember you calling into anthony's because we were we had a lot of questions sure because i remember when anthony and i were doing his show we were watching people go on planes and they started taking temperatures and they were, you know, soldering people in their homes in China. Right. We were like, I wonder how far this is going to go. <laughs> yeah. We had no idea it was going to come here to lock down to, yeah. uh, how far it went. But I remember we were asking you about it and you you had a lot of different ways in which you thought it could be handled and it didn't go in any of those directions. Correct. Correct. And that's, that's sad. I'm just really hoping that we learn something from this yes. as a society and a government how to not to deal with uh, with a situation like this again you know if there was an ebola virus that you could catch by sneezing on people i could see locking people down at that yeah. point because the fatality rate is so high but um i mean it was uh, pretty terrifying to work in a hospital at the very beginning of this i remember the first day that i walked into the the first covid ward and we ended up having about eight of them in our hospital. We were closing floors down just to put COVID patients in. And it was just um, grim and quiet, and everyone was kind of freaked out. And then later on, it just became matter of course. Well, the twerking helped. Yes, that did help yeah. Yeah. quite a bit. <laughs> TikToks helped with the morale. Good Lord. But I, um, yeah, I caught it at work. So yeah, I was fully, I would imagine, yeah. I was fully PPE'd up. I had the the mask and the face shield and everything and still caught it because I had a patient who was a fresh I can't say too much, but they were fresh and they were screaming. Uh, and uh, I could feel the wind go under mm. the shield and yeah. into my eyes. Getting sick oh. as we speak. Yeah. <laughs> and I yeah, I got a, a viral conjunctivitis and that was the route that I got it. And do you feel like it's different? Per person, per immune system, because of course. I, I'm very prone to sinus infections, but I never got this. Oh, yeah. And it, I just I just didn't. And like my son had it. Uh, my wife had it. Mm -hmm. And then but my son also had it right before he went to Disney World and, and tried telling a kid he can't go to Disney World for a, a, a virus that he can't feel. Right. Yeah. He, seriously, he's a, I think he was five and I've never heard him use language at that point. <laughs> And we're like, yeah, we can't go on the trip because you're sick. And he's like, no, I'm not. He goes, you call that bitch back. <laughs> and, <it> was, <laughs> and I was laughing too hard. They do pay attention. <laughs> oh, yeah, it turns out they listen. Yeah. That was when I, I learned a valuable lesson in, uh, in what movies I was showing him. Oh, yeah. yeah so, but, uh, yeah, then that's what I'm curious because I get, I get sinus infections and migraines mm -hmm. worse than, like, anybody I know. But then when it comes to that stuff... 
Well, this wasn't, uh, yeah, I mean, the fact that we have uh, natural variability in our immune systems is what keeps one virus from taking all of us out. And uh, that's on purpose. Even uh, the influenza epidemic, you know, the quote unquote Spanish flu, which started in Kansas, um, it uh, killed, you know, what, 1% of the world's population. It was a huge number, but still 99% of people didn't die from it. But uh, these coronaviruses, there's other coronaviruses. They kill people all the time. We used to uh, never test for it. And we would just call it atypical pneumonia or viral pneumonia. And it, it killed 10, 20,000 people a year in this country. That's an estimate. And we just never tested for it. Now patients come in and they get a viral respiratory panel. And you can tell if they've got rhinovirus, which is just common cold, and all these other viruses, which is kind of neat. I, I, I'm i um, neat. I'm sorry. I, no, I think I it's a 12. But uh, <laughs> it's, it's, uh, it's really interesting now that because of this COVID thing that we now test for all these other viruses and testing for them is the first step in wiping them out. I I really feel like uh, uh, I would like to declare war on all pathogenic human viruses. And I know I'm really sticking my head out, you know, my neck out (laughs) when I say viruses suck, but there's just no purpose for them. We need to have a moon launch type push where we just wipe out human viruses. How do you do yeah. that? Just like door to door? Well, they... they well, they God tried with AIDS, at least with <laughs> yeah. the right ones. So smallpox is a good example. Certain <laughs> groups. I, I'm, I'm sorry. I, I am less Look away. <laughs> I was just so excited <laughs> to get joke, to the right? smallpox talk. But, anyway, yeah. but go on. Yeah, we, we eradicated smallpox. <laughs> we eradicated smallpox because it had no asymptomatic carriers. And uh, the vaccine worked really quickly. Okay. So you didn't have to vaccinate everyone in the world, but you vaccinated a bunch of people. And then you waited until a case came up. And then you would go to where that case was and vaccinate everyone around them and create this wall of immunity around the, uh, the virus. And they did that for, you know, enough years that there hasn't been a smallpox case in this world uh, since the last one, whenever it was. I don't know the, the date, but they still keep it in a vi- in several vials f- frozen i guess just in case they need to start something up again <laughs> yeah, was, yeah start a terrorist <laughs> right. I think. but but that's how you do it and uh, now smallpox is a is an interesting case because you know it had those unique characteristics so uh, something like coronavirus that has asymptomatic tra- uh, carriers be a little bit harder to do but we could do it if we just put our mind to it i think that's actually relieving news yeah, well, I mean, well, then there's so many doctors like you and, and doctors out there that really do want to help people and got into it for the right reasons. And I think that's where most people stand. And like my I mom hope so. was an RN. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure there's plenty that aren't, sadly, but, yeah. you know, I think that it's a. <laughs> it's Dr. A, Drew. Yeah. Going <laughs> <laughs> <No one> shade. <laughs> what, you didn't kill Tom Sizemore? So I. Uh, <laughs> joking. I don't, I don't I'm know. joking. Yes. I. Uh, well, speaking of uh, representatives, Sheila Jackson, do you know her? I, I heard the name. Well, yesterday, an audio recording of Representative Sheila Jackson Lee cussing out her staff was released. Mm-hmm. Let's hear a bit of that. It's the worst shit that I could ever have put together. Two goddamn big-ass children. Fucking idiots. Serve no goddamn purpose. 
ain't managing nobody, nobody's respecting them, nobody gives a shit about what you're doing. And you ain't doing shit. And this is an example of it. I gave it to Jerome. This is not child's work. Okay? She called on Jerome. Mm-hmm. But he didn't answer his phone. No. He called Tyrone. <laughs> Good for her. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I, I feel like uh, probably more relatable. more relatable. Yeah, I'll be honest. You do want to say that to your staffers a lot of the time. Not here. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, I get it. I, I, like I say, not here. Like, I have another thing that I, I run. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like my family. I, uh, <laughs> my staffers. I was going to call my children my staffers. Your staffers. <laughs> yeah. Well, the trash out staff. It's interesting, though, because now since this came out, more and more stuff is being released, and we have another recording of her. Oh, Let's no. hear it now. Hi, Miss Lee. That we're just calling uh, from St. Jude's Children's Hospital to see if you'd be interested in, in possibly donating to some of the kids here that have terminal cancer. Uh, what you mean? Say rude? Because it's dinner time. Um, well, I, uh... <laughs> you should get cancer. <laughs> nope. Wow, that's very rude. Um, that's man. Well... So I hope I hope that we don't have more later. Take everything I said. The whole back. show. Um, very. I think it's rude to tell someone they should have cancer. Yeah, this is terrible stuff. You know, but I'll tell you what won't give you cancer. Undertack. Undertack. My it's favorite true. sponsor. I'm done. I, I'm saying it. My favorite sponsor. They're my. Yeah, I'm gonna definitely say uh, number one. Number one. I'm wearing them right now. And they're for for number two. Mm-hmm. Is in the sense of your balls because they cut mine oh so perfectly. Mm-hmm. They are—they're not your typical men's boxers, are they, Garrett? They are not. What they're they are? Moisture wicking. They're, they make you—you you feel nice and soft down there. Antibacterial. Yep. That's crazy. You don't want you know, you know when you're wearing some boxers and they're all bunched up in there and you got to adjust them and you're in public and you don't want to look like that. It looks weird. Well, yeah. You Undertech. Like- don't have their problem. No, like when it sticks Perfect. to your leg and you start walking with like the uh huh. You get the little bow leg walk going on. And you just everybody knows what it is. Everybody knows you're unsticking. You don't have to worry <laughs> about that with Undertack because it keeps you cool down in those mm-hmm. parts, and it also makes you feel cool. So that's too cool as you get with one pair of boxers. Sure. And you can go ahead and you can go to Undertack.com and you can get twenty percent off that site wide by using the code Normal Twenty. It's exceptional comfort it, and also. They're going to give you a guarantee. Look at that. You get a money-back guarantee. Undertack.com. It's spelled undertac.com. Undertac.com. Go right there. You're going to love it. Mm -hmm. I promise you, you will not be dissatisfied. Code normal 20. And the best part is a portion of the proceeds go to human trafficking. That's to stop it. To stop it. <laughs> it's not aiding... Relief. In yeah, any way. Yeah, it's not aiding... In the, we had a couple sponsors that it turned out completely <laughs> yeah, pro-human trafficking. We had no I had to idea. take them aside and <laughs> have so a conversation. People were ordering these dressers and getting kids. It's not... Anyway, it's, it's a whole different it's a whole thing. thing. It's a whole so thing. go to undertack.com <laughs> and stop human trafficking while also trafficking your moist balls all about your yeah. underwear. Not not moist balls, because they're moisture wicking. You right. need that. My scrotum feels Dries like a uh, wad of saltwater taffy slapped against my thigh right now. <laughs> I understand. Yeah, get some undertack in there, man. <laughs> so the uh, vaccine talk. Because we gave you the Atlantic City boardwalk <laughs> chair. No matter what I say, I'm going to piss off wet. half of the people listening. So. <laughs> he's wet. Sorry. That's what he's saying. 
<laughs> what a visual. What is it? Oh, man. Undertack. Oh. Rapper 50 Cent recently slammed Joe Biden for taking a vacation in Delaware. Uh, admits the war in the Middle East. Uh, 50 Cent wrote this on Instagram. Hey, Joe, get the F up. We're in trouble, man. The the photo was out outdated, but Biden was still on vacation at the time. <laughs> we certainly... <laughs> Walking on the beach, you see that video of him just like strolling while the people are getting exploded? Mm. Yeah, to Great. me, though, it doesn't matter. <sighs> so what are you going to do, send him there and have him have all dementia? Yes. What do you think he has, Dr. The front Steve, line. if you were being honest? Diagnose him right now. I think you're never being honest. You usually are. But if you looked at him, would you say, that's a, that's a healthy man? Yeah. If, if you, golly, if you look at how he was, say, 10 years ago, mm-hmm. even then, compared to how he is now, doddering is probably the word that you'd have to use. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, he's got some medical frailty, it appears, but I've never examined him and I've not done cognitive testing on him, but he is, he's having some issues. No, I mean, it's not a secret that he's having some issues yeah. in public. Why is his chin balls now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. That's so, what's up with that, right? Oh, do you have implants or something? Medical I don't marble. Yeah. It's just he has testicles for a chin. Medical marbles. Yeah. <laughs> what's going on down there? Just... You know what he needs? Face under tack. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then maybe it'll help hold keep that neck together. His chin balls. Yeah. Yeah, it's really. It's I think he's very frail. Yeah, I really do, and that's why it's odd that people want four more years because it, you know he called the war uh, a mass shooting, which is a very interesting Just, way. I mean, to describe a holy. Why war. does he want four more years of this? That's the question I have. Is, you know, I just don't understand what would drive him to do that. I, I, a gun to his head? <clears throat> I mean, that's the part I don't get either, considering the trouble Hunter's in. If being president... Blackmail he's under, probably? Yeah, but being president... I mean, the China money, don't you... Oh, that's a lot of China knows? money. Yeah, I remember, you know, Bush the first, when he got voted out after one... One term, yeah. One term. I remember reading about him coming back home, and, you know, there was a big crowd waiting for him outside the his plane when it landed. He said, you know, this isn't that bad. Mm-hmm. That's, you know, I, Joe should just take it easy. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you got to be president. Yeah. And he lost. Which he always wanted. Yeah. <laughs> Even when he was stealing other people's speeches and stuff. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you got to do it, Joe. Just go off and, yes. you know, the sunset. There are other. Sunset yourself. Very viable Democrat candidates. So, you know, I'd. I'd like to see a real race. Right. And I mean, when you had Bush, too, you had then Bill Clinton playing saxophone on the Arsenio Hall show. And you're like, dude, you're done. You're done. (laughs) That's the closest thing that you had to a black president at the time. That was so cool. Yeah. (laughs) I remember that. It's like, you know, we we all know he he kills a lot of people. But (laughs) a mean sax. (laughs) But I mean, the guy was the guy has a lot of charisma. Sure. And especially at that time, there was Clinton all the way. Well, Kennedy Nixon. Right. You know, just the debate is what lost it for Nixon. He was just pouring sweat. So looked just looked awful. And Kennedy was the first sort of TV president. Yeah. So. And yeah, and, and Nixon, they kept making, they were wondering if he was drugged. <laughs> There's all sorts of rumors at the time. I don't know. Probably. Yeah. Well, about more about 50 Cent, though. We actually do have an exclusive statement oh, no. from 50 Cent oh, okay. about this. I'll be over here. Just <laughs> hide your face. 
Yo, Joe, stop rubbing lotion on those honeys and get your ass to work. You working on your tan? I see you under that umbrella eating pudding while we at war. You sick, man. Sick. I hope you get eaten by Jaws. Yo, Joe, stop rubbing. <laughs> Jaws. <laughs> Here's a, on a tangent. Man, I hope you get eaten by Jaws, man. It's just nice of him to call in it's and okay. say that. Yeah. Now we're going to do a very important part of the show. The whole reason why really we're even having the show while we mm -hmm. throw around this nonsense. I guess we should just do real quick uh, audio two. Audio two of Miss Lee. What does nipple look as shit out my pizza? Um, the no. pepperonis? Yeah, there's one I eat slice. It look like white bitches' titties. Did you... Did you not want pepperoni? I want pepperoni, olives, and no titties. Well, it, it, I don't think it came with titties. Bitch. <laughs> oh, look at the time. Real damning yeah, stuff. Do you yeah. have to go? That is right. rough. <laughs> but you can't go because here. now it's time for Ask Dr. Oh, now I can't leave. <laughs> <laughs> We don't have music. No, no, we uh, <laughs> silent there. It hurts. We, we try to ask for it, and then no oh, one listens. A moment of <laughs> silence. So I, I try to say by default, always have music because it would be extremely awkward to not have it. We we discovered an AI voice machine, so we just can't. We get distracted easily. Into it. We, get distracted we, we apologize easily. for the endless barrage of voices that we have for no reason. That except, was AI. Yeah, except for Tom Hanks, who calls in for real. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, he just always calls. Won't me. leave us alone. Yeah, he's, Congratulations. He's following me. <laughs> it's really bizarre. So what we did is we had some uh, people write in some questions that they had. Okay. And we wanted you to answer them uh, to the best of your knowledge, which okay. from what I've experienced with you is a ton of it. Well. So let's go ahead and ask Dr. Steve. <laughs> Does exposure to plastics really increase your estrogen levels? Stuff like polyester and clothing your phone, water bottles, receipts, etc. Yeah, um, I thought this was nuts. And uh, I had Vinny Tortorich on my show. I don't know if you know Vinny, but he was the, used to be America's angriest trainer. And now he's doing a no seeds, no grain thing. But anyway, he was on my show and told me this. And I said, oh, Vinny, that's BS. So I Googled it on the fly and it was like, uh-oh, <laughs> Vinny was was dropping truth uh, with me a little bit. And uh, it turns out that almost all plastics can um, uh, secrete um, uh, estrogenic, uh, you know, molecules that have estrogenic activity, in other words, female hormone. Now, what I have not seen yet is does drinking water out of a, out of a bottle that's BPA mm -hmm. Does that have physiologic effects? So I'm still looking for that. But I did want to read to you what the symptoms of um, of uh, exposure to um, estrogen-like um, Please molecules. do while I yes. sip from this plastic bottle of water. <laughs> plastic bottle. Try not to spill any on my tits. <laughs> In mammals, chemicals having these, these molecules can produce many health-related problems, such as early pure puberty in females, Reduced sperm counts. We know that sperm counts are declining in this country. Yeah, but they don't have yeah. an answer for why. It could be all of them. Well, I'm just saying. Water. Listen, correlation and causation aren't the same thing, but it's interesting. Altered functions of reproductive organs, obesity, 
altered yep. sex-specific yep. behaviors and increased rate, rates of some breast, ovarian, testicular, and prostate cancer. So well, we know there's no altered sexual-specific behavior yeah, going on. I have a follow-up it's question. Totally Here's the next question. Can a man get pregnant? Yeah, you can't ask me about to wax eloquent on the coronavirus vaccine and then ask me that question. I'll, I'll, I'll hit that one next. <laughs> what are you trying to do to me? Okay. We're just it's a complicated if, question, you're saying. We're just seeing if you can uh, be completely honest and then uh, if your uh, plane goes down tomorrow. <laughs> we'll know why. <laughs> that is so funny, though. You can't ask a doctor if, if a man can get pregnant and they're like, look, I, can't, I don't want to lose look, my hey. license. Well... Oh, no, I get it. Um, no, I'm just being funny. But... I know. Well, would you say? What if I did one real hard? <laughs> what, a man? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. yeah like, well, what that's what you, we're talking about. What if you did it so hard? <laughs> Boom. Yeah, Baby defi- bump. Well, so the first thing you have to do is, um, let me ask you a question. How do you define a man? He has a dick. Uh, seem to have trouble with the other question. I would say born with a penis. Yeah, that's more technical. And testicles. Okay. And uh, keeps them. An XY chromosome. Yeah. Yeah, that, so, hey, that's the one. So uh, then there's nothing physically in the structure of the universe that would prevent you, if you had the proper technology, from implanting a uterus in a male. Whoa. And, you know, transplanting it and giving them the right hormones and giving it a blood supply and uh, implanting it with an embryo. And then posing for a Calvin Klein ad in Times Square. Correct. Mm-hmm. Correct. There, there's not, and then you'd have to deliver it through a C-section without a whole lot of weird plumbing. But uh, there's nothing uh, inherently in the, the way that the universe is constructed that would prevent that. You so think that's that my answer. So dystopian natural urethra birth would be... No, 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 no. It doesn't no stretch like urethra that. birth. <laughs> you man. See the head crowning? Push. <laughs> well, I have a much more important... You are aware that the baby doesn't come out of the urethra in a woman either, right? I, I'm During not. natural uh, birth. Okay. Oh, no, I have four kids and I have no idea. Place. No, I watched... I watched they're close by, but it was a story. No, it's the same. I watched the story <laughs> come out on a slip and slide of shit. <laughs> oh, okay. As far as I'm concerned, well, I, I never think, did. I think Dad should be over in a different room smoking cigars, like the old days. Never saying any of that nonsense. Right. I think that is a woman's job to carry the baby <laughs> and then get through it herself. I'm there for the whole thing. I'm ready to catch. I got a catcher's mitt. Yeah, no, it's fun. I delivered a uh, bunch of babies in residency. You were catching. <clears throat> Wait. No, I mean it like for real. You were like, come on. No, I would. Yeah. Well, the, the last one Why, came out one so in, fast. Did you have one in your house in the in the baby pool? I, I was ready for that, though. I could have well, done, cool. done it. I showed up and the doctor did not show up. And then the, the nurse delivered. And I was like, get Aren't out of the way, nurse. I could have done this. It's not that hard. When the, <laughs> Went when to I, Walmart where you get the shots. <laughs> <laughs> my first delivery. I, I don't know. Can I talk about this? Yeah, probably. Oh, yeah. Need some water? Yeah, sorry. Is that COVID? I, my I hope senior, we're not over asking. No, no, no. You're, I want because I do want to know about childbirth. I no, I was. I'm joking, <laughs> of course, about the shed. I, it was yeah. a beautiful, miraculous. Oh yes, yes. Well, my first delivery, the uh, resident told me that um, she was not dilated. <clears throat> and what what happens in childbirth? You stick your hand in there and you feel the cervix. If it's still closed, they've got quite a while to go. That's it has, how I got her pregnant. It has to get 10 centimeters, and that's about this big. 
to uh, deliver it for the baby's head to pass through. So he said, well, yeah, nobody's, she's not going to deliver any time tonight. So I went in to uh, check her and I felt around. I went, that's not a cervix. That's an ass. My first delivery, this kid was being <laughs> delivered breech. And my resident, right. senior resident stuck his finger in the kid's butt and oh, said, no. oh, and she's not dilated yet. Oh, wow. no. That was fun. Oh. Have you talked to the kid since? No. Jeez, no. therapy. You're 31 and in oh porn. <laughs> I, <laughs> just, I don't know why. Oh, man. That's yeah. a rough one. That was a scary one. Oh, yeah. It was the first, first delivery. Though. Yep. Yeah. It really is amazing, though, like the doctors that are able to, to do. Maintain, like, yeah. sanity. Oh, the guy that An saved erection. my ass on that one. He was so calm. He just came, oh, everything's going to be okay. Everything's yeah. fine. I love that guy. Our doctor was great. They didn't force, you know, it was very much like, wait till you're ready. Let it happen. And then she didn't want to take the drugs. And I was like, take the drugs. Yeah. Oh, take the drugs. Oh, take the drugs. She's like, why? I'm like, they're drugs. That's why I did them. (laughs) Yeah. And she took them and she was like, oh, you're right. I'm like, yeah, they're great. They're drugs. Yeah. And, but it was very smooth after that, you know, because, but they weren't Mm -hmm. like, it wasn't a push or a forcing. It was very, uh, I mean, it looked like hell. I'm so glad we don't have to do that. Man. If men had to so do nice. that, abortions would be available at Wendy's. <laughs> that is true. Birth, birth yeah, rate is we down. Are, we are not capable beings. Women are. Yep. But yeah, Agreed. Yeah, that is a... Whew. Angel, you had a baby. Yeah. How was that day? <laughs> yeah, it was good. It was Christmas Eve. Mm. I oh. had to have an emergency C-section. Did you? Yeah. Let's see the scar. <laughs> Pop it up. I'm wearing a fanny pack. <laughs> I can't show you. Show it's sparkly. It's sparkly. <laughs> Completely kidding. I can show you mine. I, I'll show you. Yeah. Yeah. I. Uh, that's interesting, though. I. I. I didn't know. All right. We'll move on. <laughs> um. You've heard of a a, a Betox. Uh, what do you think are the long term effects of uh? It's a, it's a it's butt Botox. Oh, yes. Yeah. Oh, that's that Botox. Mm-hmm. Yeah, not just Botox, but like apparently... The Botox I'm familiar with is uh, rose stem cells for skin. Okay. that it, That's a brand name. I was going to say, I'm not going to trash somebody's brand name. Oh, no, I'm not. I don't want but, you to do that either, no. But um, rose stem cells um, are great. You know, stem cells are cells that will grow into other cells. Okay. And they're great. If you're a rose, but if you put it on human skin, I don't. I, I would have to see the double-blind studies that show that it actually does anything to human skin that's so, beneficial. So wait, it's a it's a rose, it's a rose stem, stem cell. cells from a rose. Correct. Oh, I thought it was and, like rose, like somebody's last name that developed it. Oh no, no. And literally from, from apples, wow. apple and rose stem cells. That's what they sell, and it's very expensive. And I'm just, I don't, you know, I, I don't know how that would work. A lot of these things. What you want to look for, and this is a, more of a broad discussion about when claims are made about things, look for the clinical studies. And what you're looking for is a double-blind, placebo-controlled study. How do we know things? Right. So you, put, you take 1,000 people and you put rose stem cells on their face and take 1,000 people and give them a cream that's just an emollient. Mm. And then uh, nobody knows. The patient doesn't know. The, the researcher doesn't know. And at the end, you have to have a defined endpoint. Well, what is it? Less wrinkles, poutier lips, you know, who knows? And um, 
that certain glow, whatever you're looking for, you sure. have to study for that. And then you look to see if there is a statistically significant difference between the treatment group and the other group. If you don't have that, then they're just blowing smoke. You know, I could send out, let's say there's a, a placebo effect of 5%. In other words, 5% of people are going to detect a positive effect. And I send it out to uh, 1,000 people. So that'd be 50 people are going to get that placebo effect, right? Well, I put all 50 of their testimonials up on my website and throw the other 950 away. And you can go, there's just page after page of testimonials saying this stuff is great. It's a great idea. That's why testimonial evidence is not evidence. Oh, that makes perfect sense. I never even thought about that. Yeah, it's very tricky. I don't trust anybody. So, <laughs> no, but so if you, okay, so like, let's say you wanted to get Botox on your, on your, your B-hole. Yeah. Okay. Oh, on the on the on the anus. I guess that's what yeah. this is. That what it is? Like, are you just yeah. locking in the? No, you wouldn't want to do that. Yeah, that's what I'm wondering. Yeah, like, would, does anybody come in and go? Listen, you'll be dropping loads everywhere. Right. Like, you wouldn't you just? You'd have no feeling. The whole reason that we have sphincters is so that the saber toothed tiger can't track us through the savanna as we run away from them because we're dropping you know, fecal matter everywhere behind us. We can hold it in until we get free of the, of the saber-toothed tiger, and then we can uh, evacuate our bowels in safety and then live to uh, transmit our genes to the next uh, generation. I mean, that's why yeah. that was developed. So or we drop all of the load at the same time when we see the saber-tooth. Or that. That's great. It's like a distraction. <laughs> You're saying a wrinkle-free anus is a dead anus. Yes. <laughs> Correct. All right, that's good to know. Okay, so people doing this, stop. Yeah, don't do it. Well, get a I, don't, I, don't, I don't know what the benefit is. now. I don't either. I, I think people are just, well, it's like anal bleaching. What's the benefit there? Besides, like, Do you really want to have a... Appearance, though. This is actually, you know, b what Botox like, does is it paralyzes the muscle. Yeah. Now, sometimes they'll give small doses of Botox in an anus if they've got an anal fissure. In other words, a tear. Because yeah. that keeps the thing from spasming and continuing to tear. Oh, you, you tell me. <laughs> <laughs> the 80s, you know? <laughs> so, I, but I, that actually brings us to my next question. Bidets. Are you a fan of the bidet? Biggest fan that ever lived. Matter of fact, I have a portable. This is TMI. Uh, I, have a, I have a portable bidet that I brought with me to uh, to my hotel room. I take it everywhere on? I go. How does, yeah, is it a separate bag or is it a? a oh, it's a. It, what it is is it's it's just a lavage thing. You you fill it up with water and it's got a little um, lever on it that has holes in it, and you just stick it between your legs and turn it on. It washes your your area off. I mean, think about it. If you use toilet paper mm -hmm. to wipe your butt. Mm -hmm. Think of um, a bare rug and, and wipe Vaseline on it and then try to clean it up with uh, newspaper. That's basically what you're trying to do. The amount of times I've gotten Vaseline on a bearskin rug, my friend. <laughs> it, it's it's uh, hard to clean up. Thousands. Very, very relatable. I've had to say. I, I now can only afford <laughs> cubskin rugs. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, that's a good point because I, I recently got a bidet. Not oh, good. Lie, I did. And it. I'll be honest, though. I think from the years of toilet paper, it uh, it, it stings a bit. Oh, it stings good though. Is that, does that go? Is it good sting? <laughs> yeah. This bidet thing might it be for something else. So I don't know. Good. <laughs> no, if you a, have the right kind of bidet, you can actually shoot a little bit of um, of the water actually up, up into the rectum 
and okay. uh, it kind of seems like it cleans you out. You get no skid marks, and you get no fewer hemorrhoids. You get less proctitis. I think that might be the problem, is there's a hemorrhoid there that's like getting, oh, getting uh, poked. Yeah. Poking the bear. I feel. I think you should turn the PSI down on that. Well, just like a gentle. He's right though. If you use it, then you go to wipe after with there's nothing. A, uh, there's nothing. You just pat it dry. <laughs> you just go. My, I've never seen such a clean sphincter. Man, yeah. I might need to update on you this. You could they have toilet seats now if you don't have to have warm water, which I'm fine with cold water. It doesn't bother me. Yeah. Uh, they have toilet seats now that have them built in. Moen makes one. There's a bunch of them. And they're not expensive. 70, 80 bucks. Something yeah, like they that. used to be for the rich and famous. Correct. Now they're for any asshole. <laughs> well done, sir. Thank you. Yeah, that's, a, that's a good sponsor. We should get a bidet me. sponsor. Yes. Are they paying How do you me? feel about me doing the library for it? The squatty potty. Because that's a thing that uh, people talk about. You know, like, oh, sure. you're supposed to poop you... in this way. And I feel like there's a. I don't like it. Just it just makes you feel weird. I feel like a toddler sitting on a toilet. And I already feel that way. Yeah. Well, think. Especially here. They have giant toilets here. Think giant about. People. I haven't tried them out, but. Squatty? No, I haven't tried out the toilets here. Oh. <laughs> I, haven't, I haven't marked my territory yet, but I. Um, Finish your water. Um, <laughs> Very uh, in it for interested you. in the squatty potty because how did our ancestors move their bowels? They didn't have toilets and they probably didn't sit on a log either. We only, when we go into the woods and sit on a log because we're used to sitting down, they just squatted. Yeah, but I just feel like doing oh, There you that, go. It's like, like that. Like this? It separates like, your yeah, ass cheeks. And I've, I've taken shits, at, like, you know, when you're camping, sometimes mm -hmm. you got you to gotta go in the woods. Yeah, like camping. And I have found that you don't have to wipe as much. Right. Because your body's all spread out like it should be. It's weird that dogs wipe. and cats don't ever have to wipe their ass. Sometimes yeah. you have to for them, though. Huh? Well, you have to flick it off. Sick. Yeah, like, I uh, I don't know, though. I don't live in Iraq. Yeah. But in the Sometimes wild, their friends would just lick it off, which is another. That's why I also Whoa. stop. And I brush my dog's teeth a lot. Do you really? Oh, yeah. Okay. Like, yeah, you got to keep your dog clean. People don't do that enough. You can just opinion. give them those bones that say they clean their teeth. It's yeah, it's so much lie. easier. Like, well, I do. It is yeah, a yeah. lie. The grainies. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. No, but I, I, I want to, well, what else we got here? <laughs> oh, LSD, LSD. This is the one I wanted to yeah, get you, into. Yeah, you it's do. run a little long. I don't care. All right. So you've uh, you've done a bunch of LSD. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, okay. This was actually worded to me, so I apologize. If okay. you've done a bunch of LSD. Dave has done a bunch of LSD. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Does yeah. any still exist in your spine? And if you get a chiropractic adjustment, can it be released? No. No, it doesn't work that way. Dang it. It's metabolized very rapidly into four different molecules that are then broken down and excreted in the urine. What about the flashbacks? Flashbacks, that's an interesting uh, phenomenon, and no one knows why those happen, but it's probably not residual drug. It's probably reactivation of a neural pathway in the brain that got turned on by the drug. Mm. But uh, yeah, there's a, and there's a term for it, and I can't remember what it is, like photo photopsy or something like that. I can't remember. Um, I should know that. But, um, uh, you know, LSD, I have sort of a weird take on LSD. I think Timothy Leary did us all a disservice. You know, Leary mm -hmm. was a Harvard psychologist and he really was pushing yeah. uh, psychedelics. He started off with psilocybin. And back then, Sandoz Pharmaceuticals was making pharmaceutical psilocybin and LSD for research purposes. And um, Leary, you know, one of his research um, projects that he did 
they actually the 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 researchers did drugs with the study subjects hmm. and they said well we did it to make it feel like everybody was all on the same the same uh, playing field you know right. but they just wanted to do drugs yeah. I think. so uh and and what ended up happening with the popularization of lsd before it was studied to the extent where we could make it into a pharmaceutical and whatever you think about the pharmaceutical industry, the um, Democrats and the Republicans at the time, both were very socially conservative. And what happened was they saw a bunch of dirty hippies, you know, I'm tripping balls, man. And they went, nope. And that was the end of research. Uh, they cut off all the medical research for LSD. LSD used to be just legal. They made it a schedule one and that chilled out research for, you know, PTSD and uh, depression and anxiety for about 40 years. We're just now starting to get back. Yeah. You can get ketamine now. And uh, S-ketamine is the nasal spray. It's about 1400 bucks a dose, but you can get ketamine, uh, uh, you know, trochase at home through a bunch of different places uh, on the Internet that's, you know, prescribed by a legit prescriber and, you know, that's legal for them to prescribe in your state. And uh, but I'm really looking forward to seeing psilocybin made as a um, as a pharmaceutical because it's got great data for things like PTSD. Yeah, I've heard the same. And I have, uh, I mean, you know, I have, I have a lot of mental health. Used properly. Yes. Obviously. No, and I mean, and I used ketamine, and I didn't actually, I mean, I guess it, it was an illegal narcotic, so I guess you could say I abused it, but I really didn't. I didn't use huge amounts of it. Even then, I kind of just used it to ease depression. I you were self-medicating. Yeah, definitely. Mm -hmm. I mean, with alcohol, I went to the extremes. I wanted to, I was saying I was trying to kill myself, but with... Uh, acid and with, uh, I mean, I, I went to huge extremes with LSD as well, but, uh, mushrooms. And when I actually had PRMDMA, it was entirely different than sort of the rave drug I had been taking. Yeah. But with psilocybin and ketamine, I do wonder what that is because I've been on SSRIs that I'm trying to get off of because I, I don't like them. Yeah. Uh, everything that I've been prescribed for depression and things that I've been going through, I just don't connect with. And I still yeah. have, you know, and talk therapy helps and all these other things. But I have I have variations of severe depression, PTSD, sure. um, and I I can't shake it. And there's nothing that's been giving me a treatment. I mean, other than talk therapy, that's a relief. Right. And I'm wondering if these are something to look into because they've been so demonized over the years. Correct. Yeah. And everybody who I talk to is who has taken uh, microdoses uh, properly in the, in the right dose, yeah. uh, ketamine in the right dose. I'm hearing these wonderful advancements and I'm seeing people who before were in horrible way. Yeah. Horrible ways. Why would we withhold something that's got data that, that would help somebody? And uh, that's the thing that irritates me about this. We should have had these drugs 40 years ago. Yeah. And uh, But, you know, we're in a new age. That's one thing that we've made some advances in this, and it's starting to be accepted again. Uh, well, more than just accepted. I mean, there's a big push for it. So, yeah, I think you're in good company. A lot of people can't take the SSRIs, you know, the selective serotonin reuptake inhibitors. And, you know, how those things work 
they took a bunch of depressed people and basically did brain biopsies on them and said, oh, they've got low levels of serotonin. Well, let's give them a drug that will just basically dump buckets of serotonin into their brain and hope that it works. And for some people, it really does. But it is really kind of a sledgehammer type approach. You know, we've got, you have a few circuits that are firing that are saying, you suck, you suck, you suck, or mm -hmm. you're not worthy or whatever. And, uh, the, uh, and we would need to be able to get work on just those circuits. And that's where talk therapy helps. The ketamine type drugs and those things seem to improve what's called neuroplasticity. So you can actually go in and start working on those circuits. And the one thing I just want to say to you, uh, you know, we're having a big old time, but worth has no prerequisites. I just want you to hear that. Thank you. You know, you, you, to be worthy, you don't have to pass a test. You don't have to do certain things. There's no re prerequisites to being worthy. You are worthy. Thank Garrett, you. not so yeah. much, but. Yeah, I know. <laughs> he gets to not have that voice in his head. Well, actually, he does, but it's just me following him around. Yeah. I'm sorry. Well, and <laughs> I'm a masochist. I pay him to do it. <laughs> <laughs> when I was young, I was so ignorant to drugs and in the sense of uh, weed, anything else that I was using to get me high, drunk, whatever. Yeah. Alcohol has never been something that I think has worked in my family bloodline. Which I mean, my dad wasn't a drinker. My, you know, um, but all my relatives who were sure as hell were. Yeah. But as far as drugs went, you know, cocaine, that's not good for anybody. Uh, heroin, if you look at the principles of a painkiller and where it came from, sure. Mm, sure. But um, not not what it became. And that's why I just, I feel like I have, I had such a juvenile perspective of what it was. Like I'm trapped as the 17-year-olds. Uh, well, unlike every other kid though, right? You're saying, well, I was a kid. I didn't know anyone. No other kid knows better either. That's the problem. True. And it's accessible to us when we're young like that. And, you know, our brains are still forming and um, particularly if you had a lot of traumatic stuff happen in your youth, you know, you they, back, well, I'm a lot older than you, but even when you were a kid, just taking kids to a psychologist wasn't really a thing. Oh, so, not at all. So you were trying to make yourself feel better. No, and the people who took care of you, it would depend on their, they didn't go to psychologists. Yeah. You know, right, so and, they're messed up too, right? Yeah, and they're, yeah. you know, my mom was had her issues, and yeah. like she was going to get help, and she was an RN, so she could talk her way out of anything, <laughs> you know. And this is yeah. at a time where it's like you could be a doctor, but preferred to be an RN, <laughs> you know. Yeah. And so, yeah, so it, yeah. it just a different way of being raised, and and yeah, there's it was certainly more physical, sure, you know. Um, and that's you know, and I, I and that's why I want to be so careful with my son because I don't want. I hate it because it's hard for me to get out of bed so, so much. And I'm sure that goes for a lot of people, mm -hmm. but it's like, it's difficult. And it depends on the day, sure. But it's like, it really is challenging. For but you do it. And that's yeah, what you're day. modeling yeah. for him. Yeah. You know, that's what he's going to pick up on is dad, you know, maybe didn't want to do this, but he did it anyway because it was his responsibility. And you're modeling so much better behavior for him now than you would have had you still been doing, you know, drugs and alcohol. Oh, absolutely. Which you might not even have been alive to have him if you if you hadn't stopped. So. No, I should be dead. Yeah. And no, like the other day I brought him to see Kiss and people may not like Kiss. That was but awesome. Yeah, but, if, you know. It looked like a lot of fun. Dude, they, they kept throwing him special picks. I mean, oh, really? Oh, that's, that's awesome. awesome. Yeah. Not a lot of real singing, and sure, Paul Stanley 
dances uh, like a your drunk aunt uh, who's had way too much Chardonnay. He's in his golden years, all right? He's just doing the shake thing, and he's got the arm fat jiggling. Nice. Uh, yeah, oh, my God. You're like, please, please stop this. You're like, please, please send Gene back to our side. So I wish Gene just looks like an animatronic bear. He just does those moves. <laughs> but yeah, he's that's like that's it. all of my range. Yeah, this, this is a, <laughs> I go any further, I'll crack something. The arthritis. Yeah, I just this uh, this costume is very heavy. I didn't really think I'd be wearing it at seventy four years old. <laughs> so, but yeah, it's uh, but that's is something that I I supp- like he's into sports, and that's not because I was into sports. That's right. because he loves them, so I'll love them for him. And it's like that's yeah, it's I so it's I just want to find the right thing that can help me get along because yeah. so far it, it's it's been a challenge and SSRIs just man they're they just don't make me feel right yeah there are other drugs um and I'm not saying drugs by themselves are the answer of course talk therapy plus medication seems to work better if, if you have anxiety there is an app on if you have an uh, a meta quest there's a virtual reality app called trip t-r-i-p-p it's amazing for anxiety, and uh, you can use it. And you know, if you're having a panic attack, it will very often, um, uh, you know, abort the the uh, panic attack. And it's a beautiful just wow. virtual world that you're in, and it teaches you to uh, breathing exercises. It sounds stupid, but you got to see it. It's amazing. It's very cool. Yeah, they were voted, you know, best invention of 2022 or something, and. Uh, their founder, uh, Nanea Reeves, was on um, I, what? what's the thing that Hoda and Jenna or whatever that thing is and uh, and demonstrating it for them. So, you know, if they can figure it out. Dude, I might put that on and <laughs> never, come, never out come out. And just, I live here now. <laughs> yeah, I, I was talking to him earlier about it and I got one because I just want to. Oh, I want to try it I think it it's a good it. thing because it, a natural way to escape panic too and anxiety yeah. really. Yeah, seems. it's drug free. A drug-free, yeah, escape from that because I just don't, you know, benzos and and all that. I, yeah. I just, in my opinion, they aren't, they aren't good for for me. Well, and you're generating your own drugs. You know, we have receptors for things like morphine because we produce morphine-like uh, molecules in our in our body. And the same thing with cannabis. You know, there are mm-hmm. cannabis yeah. receptors. And um, and uh, the GABA receptors. So this kind of thing, you know, kicks a lot of that stuff into gear. And it's, you know, if you're into natural stuff, it's certainly non-pharmacologic. Is it drug-free? Sure, because you're not taking a pill, but you're still, you know, changing the chemistry in your brain. Which the natural way to do it, though, is exciting. Correct. That's how you should do it. It's really bad the way that uh, that kind of natural you know you have that feeling to go out natural because uh, right. there's like a stigma to that like you're some kind of weird hippy dippy listening to crystals and stuff but it's like yeah you should be if you can do it the natural way i agree like uh like go out and run and i always hear that you know when you you get into that flow state when you're running you get into that kind of that runner's high yeah you're secreting and endorphins. it's like a your body is making that so there's a way to do it in other ways. I have a friend that's literally addicted to running. He hasn't missed. His name's John, and he hasn't missed. Um, I think he's on like 1,400 days straight or maybe even mm-hmm. more than that. But uh, I think I really think if he missed a day, he'd go through withdrawal. But if you've ever had sex on Molly, you're like, really? I want a runner's high? <laughs> <laughs> that's way low. 
<laughs> Not even close. This has been Ask Dr. Steve. Dr. Steve. I'm honored that you guys worked so hard on that. I am too. That was a really good song. We paid a lot of money. No money. We are about to head out before, but we do have our end of the world question. That's right. So I got to, I don't want to, I want to know in advance, but we will have an end of the world question coming up. Um, But where can we find you, doctor? That is more important. Oh, well, anywhere podcasts are found i'm on sirius xm on channel 103 on saturdays but listen on demand that's the best way and uh wherever podcasts are found it's called weird medicine and we have a patreon i have a cameo that i literally charge two dollars because i would do it for free and it just because it's fun to do and uh yeah cameo.com slash weird medicine <laughs> And I'm actually about to join Cameo. Uh, yeah, you need to. Yeah, I, I think used you'll to do great. Well. You, you did great on that. I, I had another one I was doing for a while, and it was fun, and yeah. Yeah, I want to try this one out, yeah. so I appreciate that. I have a crappy website at drsteve.com. I I love your radio show, honestly, though. Like, when I was driving around the country, this is before I had ever even met Anthony or anything. I was listening to your show, and just uh, really? weird, weird. Yeah. And I, as a road comic, XM is a gift. Yeah. You know, and that was just something that I always enjoyed, and I always enjoyed your appearances on the show. And can you just say fluid once? Oh, of course. <clears throat> well, uh, my one of my favorite times was uh, mining for fluid in uh, Tippy Tom's <laughs> rectum when I did a prostate exam on this, <laughs> this guy. Right. He needed it though. You did do Tippy Tom's prostate. I certainly did, and he wa- he had a perfectly formed prostate and no blood. I declared him the healthiest guy in the room, and he was dead a year later. So yes. There you go. So, <laughs> so my prognosis. Well, he did live goes. on the street, didn't he? Correct. Well, he, so so his comorbidity. Yeah, he fell down a you know a subway stairs and hit his head. But yeah, still. he didn't. You, fall. You're not going to find that in his record. He didn't fall down. That's and break. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah, he didn't, fall, <laughs> uh, didn't fall down and whoopsie his prostate. <laughs> well, uh, this weekend, you can catch me at the Funny Stop in Cuyahoga Falls, Ohio. That is the 27th and 28th. And also, you can watch my special, aprison10.com. It is only available until November 1st. That is uh, the last day you can buy it. So if you have bought it, be sure to hit download. I'm, the site's going to be gone. So if you want to go to prison10.com, it's only 10 bucks. Here's a little clip. So how long have you been f***ing your mom? So I might be a Michigan 5 or 6, but I'm a prison 10. So go there, pick that up, and uh, download it. Don't just stream it because it will no longer be available after uh, Halloween. So you have physical media, like uh, a DVD. I used to sell tons. I probably still have some CDs and DVDs sitting around. Uh, you gotta um, download that, and then you can burn it onto a DVD. You can do that. I'm totally cool, and yeah. you can pirate it. I don't care how. Oh. No, I'm kidding. Just watch it. But yeah, uh, but it is only available for a couple more days, uh, and then it's going to be somewhere exciting, and we'll get into that. Oh. Oh, oh, oh. So, anyway. so you're saying we should wait then? No. <laughs> Please help oh. me with my cash grab. <laughs> Do it. It's actually really time. Not. I just contractually have to take it down. So, uh, <laughs> oh. but yeah, please, please. I've 
I've made mistakes. <laughs> many, many mistakes. <laughs> you can He's find a, me on Nerdrotic. We just released a video today, earlier today, that I edited. Go watch it. Uh, it's about the strike and uh, the WGA and all that stuff. So go watch it and my channel. And on Mondays, we do a show called Base Staff Monday. Flood Zilla and Adam Krigler and a bunch of great guys over there. So go watch that too. And again, I can't thank you enough for coming on. Oh, thanks for having yeah, me. Seriously, it's been I enlightening. Honestly, I really appreciate all the answers. Oh, so much fun. Thank you. And uh, right now, we get to the end of the world. All right. Stephen Miles, a former porn star from Florida, was sentenced this week for his leading role in the January 6th uh, Capitol incident. What do you think his porn star name should be? Mm. Should be. Mm. Mitch McConnellingus. I like it. I like <laughs> Angela. Uh, Dick Cheney. <laughs> simple perfect. Yeah, it's perfect. Hey, come on. you didn't even have to think about that one uh dr steve <laughs> nancy blue pillowsy <laughs> now that uh, gavin threesome i like that's a better one <laughs> well played i'm gonna go mitthrobney <laughs> there you go there you go <laughs> we have a winner hey so. actually we have we actually still have one more clip from Oh, we have Sheila. Oh, we do. Sheila oh, Lee Jackson, please. Oh, the clip. Let's hear it. Yeah, yo, hello. Oh yeah, hey. Oh. So this is uh, phone sex. This ain't no phone. You got the wrong number. Oh yeah, this is perfect. This is the one that degrades you, right? What? No, I. This ain't no phone sex line. Okay, perfect. Oh, this is great. I'm out now. I'm out now and I'm touching it. You touching what? You may not be touching nothing. Don't be touching nothing, no, no more. All right, perfect. All right. Oh, this is great. You ain't shit. Don't be calling something. You disgusting. Oh, that's so good. This is working so good. Oh, you ain't shit. You nothing. You ain't worth shit. You and your family ain't shit. You, who, ain't, who raised you? You ain't got no manners. That's right, a dirty boy with no manners. Yeah, you ain't got no man. You ain't shit. Don't be do. Don't be touching your. You got you down the wrong number, you dumb motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Okay. Oh. Okay. I'm done. I'm done. Oh, where's my cat? You. Ah, sh oh, shit. And on that, we do <laughs> want to remind you the Blaze website has been redone. <laughs> I turned down Alex Stein to do this instead. I yeah, thought that was going to be too controversial. <laughs> correct decision. Oh, I guarantee you his is worse. Uh, if, you go, if you go to theblaze.com, uh, you will see it's been completely redesigned. You'll see news articles, opinion analysis, yeah. and uh, new lifestyle stuff like, you know, sports, tech commentary. But what you will not see are those obnoxious ads that are virtually every on every other website. So go to theblaze.com, explore the all-new ad-free experience, mm -hmm. and see for yourself how we're prioritizing you, you, the reader, and standing up against the censorship regime. Good there night. You go.